0: Grumpy Old Geeks, a weekly talk show hosted by Brian Schulmeister and Jason Filippo, discussing the finer points of what went wrong on the internet and who's to blame.
1: Welcome to Grumpy Old Geeks. I'm Jason DeFilippo, And I'm Brian Schulmeister.
0: What a week. Aren't they all? Apologies to... (laughs) Ain't that the truth? (laughs) Apologies to everyone for the lateness of the last episode. I had some migraine issues and did not... Well, actually, it's not that I didn't want to sit here and finish the show. I couldn't. I couldn't see. But uh, all better. All better. So, back in the saddle. Glad to hear. Yay!
1: Yay. (laughs) Yay, back at it. Woohoo. There we go. I'd Here say, go. why are we doing this? But uh, the sheer amount of feedback we're getting recently, I guess that's why we're doing this.
0: Yeah, yeah, and good job on getting the mugs in the store. People are people are digging them and they're buying them.
1: I, sure. I noticed we're getting quite a lot of orders. Um, <clears throat> the margin that we actually make on them is very low, but uh, yeah, cool. It's fun. Yeah, it's was, nice to know that people want stuff. I was going to say, I wonder why you price them so
0: low. <laughs> but hey, I know. don't price
1: them; they do it.
0: Ah, uh, you—that's the auto pricing. You can actually oh. go in and tweak that.
1: Well, so still, we can have it's,
0: can have really expensive mugs for the, we don't the want to rich gouge people. people. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> that dollar forty per mug really does come in handy. So, thank you very much, everybody.
1: <laughs> and uh, so that's over at GOG.show slash shop. I didn't check our race, but I think we're still kind of neck and neck in terms of the team Brian, team Jason, um, oh, the asks, team Brian. So. Okay.
0: <laughs> I saw a couple come through for me, and a couple come through for you. It's just one of those things where their their setup on the back end doesn't make it easy to go see how many of each product you've bought or people have bought over a certain amount of time it kind of makes no sense
1: no it's not the best back end it's funny because you don't know these things until you've gotten in bed with them right that's 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 the internet in general for you right you you sign up and then you find out all the flaws later
0: yeah (laughs) yeah that's kind of it but i I gotta say the product's nice i got Mm -hmm. my masks finally and uh have been wearing them out even though now i'm on total lockdown because everything is spiking around here again and it's not looking good (laughs) Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> well, let's wait. We can get into that later. We got some of that in the news. Okay, we'll keep that for the news. I just have some follow up here on Open AI. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my favorite people. Remember when they first started? Like it was a couple years ago, back in 2015, and they said that they made an AI bot so dangerous that they couldn't release it to the
1: world. Yes.
0: Yeah, well, you can now get it as an API for your company, and they'll start charging you for
1: it. Wait is it is it is it now uh, uh, you know fifty percent less dangerous like the old product product uh, stickers that you would get when you go to the grocery store? Fifty percent less trans fat. <laughs> yeah, there's no more trans fat in the API. <laughs> or the do they just need money? Um, which is it?
0: I'm guessing they just want the money. Okay. So, there you go. Yeah, you know, you build something long enough, you still got to pay the pay the rent and you got to pay the pay the salaries. So uh, you can sign up right now if you want to try it out. There's a wait list, of course. But Mm -hmm. this will be the GPT three text generator. And uh, they're going to do a two month free trial in a private beta. It doesn't say how much it's going to cost after that. But uh, they're saying it is it provides a general purpose text in text out interface for almost any English language task, including content generation, translation and sentiment analysis. So what I'm hoping here is is—oh, would but it's text in. I was going to say I can we can throw our transcripts in there and get them done for free. But no, <laughs> no look there. Uh, but you can use it on chat bots. And I love this automated news reporting.
1: Great. Yay. That's just what we need.
0: Yeah. And well, here's the funny one. Reddit is one of their first uh, customers because they want to use it to help support content moderation. Didn't we just say hire people for that?
1: Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And I think I just answered my own question about whether they needed money or if it was less dangerous. I just saw this in the uh, in this little article here. OpenAI was founded in 2015 with a mission to advance digital intelligence in a way that is most likely to benefit humanity as a whole, unconstrained by a need to generate financial return. However, <laughs> it shifted stance last year, adding a for-profit arm that it said was essential to cover the cost of its research. So oh. so much for being unconstrained.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, God. What are you going to do? Uh,
1: I'd love to be unconstrained by a need to generate financial return. Wouldn't that be nice?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we talked about Twitch last week and uh, how they were having copyright problems. So they've decided to just say, hey, here's what we're going to do. Uh, We're going to partner with this company called Audible Magic, and mm-hmm. if they find any copyrighted works in your your videos, mm-hmm. i are just going to delete them. That's it. There's <laughs> a, there's there's our process. We're just going to delete
1: them. Done. You know, we're making fun of that, but isn't that exactly what we want Jack to do over at Twitter? <laughs> kind of. That's true. Or, you know, Facebook or anything like that. If, if it goes against the terms of service, how about we just delete them? Yeah. Here's the other thing I'm wondering,
0: though. Since they have this technology to go through all these videos and hear the music, can't they just mute the music and take it out of the video and leave the video as it was? Well, the problem is you
1: would also be, especially with Twitch, you've got people talking over things, right? So you'd also be losing the audio of the actual Twitch hosts.
0: Right. But here's what I'm thinking, though. I mean, because they have the audio for the song and the audio for the song. It's like, you know, kind of like a exclusion filter in Photoshop. It just Mm -hmm. takes out the audio for the actual song and the people's voices still remain and the sounds of the game still remain. I'm wondering. There's got to be some
1: technology to do that. Mm, I don't know if the if that's really quite there yet. It's still very difficult to tease out things like vocals uh, on top of music. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Maybe hey, here's an idea. Maybe they sign up for Open AI's API. <laughs> Open AI goes through and transcribes the the Twitch person's actual voices, and then they pull out the music bed underneath. Hmm. Yeah, and that would just, that would cost money.
0: Then they then they run like you know. Uh, generated voiceover on it and then everybody just sounds like Siri. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, they Problem take out solved. the music, keep the voices, put the put the audio back in and everybody sounds like a robot. I we've solved the internet again, Brian. We always do. In the news.
1: So we do have a bit of coronavirus news. The science is actually coming in, not that this company gives a collective who gives a fuck, apparently, about science. Or stuff, <laughs> or anything. <laughs> <More> stuff? <laughs> <laughs> so they've they've been analyzing the virus, and it does look like it's a it's a combination of two different species of uh, viruses have gotten together. So it's a hybrid virus. Lovely. Mm. So it's a uh, pangolins as well as uh, bats. And something like that. But uh, the good good news about this, which is still one of the rattling fears that was in the back of my mind, is that this is seeming to put the nail in the coffin on the idea that this escaped from a research lab or is a misplaced bioweapon, which uh, would have kind of been like, oh, (laughs) I guess we're done. Uh, So it doesn't appear to be that. It does appear to have just evolved. So it's a bit of a good news, bad news situation, because that means there's probably a lot of these out there that we just haven't stumbled into yet because it happens out in the wild
0: yeah yeah and uh I haven't heard any more news on the different strains because there was there was a lot of talk about how we got hit by different strains. The East Coast got hit by you know the the strain that came from Europe and the West Coast got hit by the strain that came from Asia, so that's why the the you know the mortality rates were different did they yeah. do they cover that at all or is it have uh, seen the f-
1: same thing I've seen a few articles about it, but it all appears to be mostly still speculation at this point because there's so much speculation out there. I'm, I'm trying to just stick with things that we kind of know seem to be true at the moment, so I didn't put any of that in there. But there, there, there is okay. a theory that there's multiple strains running around right now. Um, <clears throat> unlike the Italians, uh, we haven't had anybody stand up and say, these are less dangerous. We don't know yet. So Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> now, <sighs> you know, we could go off on... I could yell for hours right now about... <laughs> Look, we... <sighs> So Florida had their grand reopening cases in Florida have skyrocketed. Yes. Or uh, is Arizona had their opening cases in Arizona are skyrocketing. Arizona is yep. very close to having full capacity at uh, hospitals again. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles, California cases are skyrocketing. L.A. Yep. is uh, two weeks out from having full capacity if things continue the way that they're going right now. And I know there's no chance in hell we're going down to lockdown again because America. But uh, if we were following <laughs> any kind of rules that we followed the first time around, we're two weeks away from going into complete lockdown again here. Uh, this, this, uh, You can't just get bored with the pandemic. The pandemic doesn't get bored of us. Brian, uh, we're Americans. We're yeah. Americans. We, we can beat anything. Don't forget, we're number one. So, you know, there's yeah, there's my thoughts in a nutshell on that. I'm not going to talk about it anymore, except for one particular story, because we have to, (laughs) uh, because this is one of the first ones that really made headlines. Good old Elon Musk, who decided that he was going to open up his factory before anybody said you could open up any factories. And in fact, they said you can specifically not open up your factory. And Elon Musk said, I am opening up my factory. And if you want to fire someone, I will be standing on the lines myself. Come and come and come and arrest me not anybody else well guess what happened
0: uh, well that's, that repairs itself we don't need we don't need an ai to tell us what happened there yes. of course let me, cases went up let
1: me, let me bring back a an oldie but a goodie Shocking. Yeah. Several workers at Tesla factory have the coronavirus. The mm-hmm. Alameda County Public Health Department, where the Fremont, California plant is based, confirmed that Tesla reported some of its employees there tested positive for the virus. For pir- privacy reasons, the number of employees and when they tested positive would not be disclosed. Uh, we have started to get some more reports that at least four, if not eight people now have the virus from that one factory alone. So... There you go. And in the other recurring theme of Grumpy Old Geeks, what are the consequences? Tesla just hit over $1K per share this week. Oh, man. A new high. (laughs) So if you were paying attention to me about buying stock a long time ago, you're you're both dismayed and happy about this news. Oh, Oh, man.
0: The happiness giveth and the happiness taketh away. Yes. You just never know. I was watching the news this morning and, uh, you know, because everybody's all excited because it's Friday here in Southern California and we're going to phase three. And Mm -hmm. they were they were reporting from gyms. And yesterday I was watching the reporting and they said we had eighteen hundred new cases, which is the highest we've ever had in a single day.
1: Yep, we've we've we've, (laughs) we're number one. We've hit a new high. We're doing great. Let's go climb a rock. <laughs> Let's go into a small building with other sweaty people. Yeah, and breathe the same air when we know that this is the way it gets passed.
0: So yeah, I just I, I mean I, I I you can't you can't make the shit up anymore, and I'm just staying home. Fuck it, I'm not doing anything. No,
1: we've nothing. We've, re- we've hit full idiot mode.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am on full delivery mode. I even had a date planned for today, and I canceled that. So I'm. You know, stay in the fuck home. That's what? All I'm gonna Go do. on your date. Mask up. Mask no. below. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> oh, Grumpy geeks
1: condoms at gog.show <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, God. Well, you know, the other thing that's happened in the world is, uh, you know, all of the, the the stuff that's going on with the George Floyd protests and the fact that everything else is burning down. It's like, oh, you know, we forgot about the pandemic for about three weeks because everything else was happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it, now we've just have you can't even make it up anymore. Uh, Apple's racial equality and justice initiative have, has launched yesterday. Tim Cook mm-hmm. came out. And they are going to be donating a hundred million dollars to their racial equality and justice initiative.
1: $10 from every black iPhone sold. <laughs> Dude. Stop. I know. I can't help myself sometimes. I know. It's right there. Uh,
0: I mean, I'm just, yeah, I'm sick of white people talking about race. You don't know anything. Shut up. Don't be an asshole. That's why but we don't talk about it on the show. That's why <laughs> we don't. That's why we don't. But I'm, I'm glad Tim did this because I, I think Tim's a good guy, but, and you know, that $100 million, I think it's going to help repatriate some of the money they have stored in those tax havens offshore. So maybe we can. Maybe this will be a good thing. We can get some money back in the U.S. from, mm. where is it? Uh, it was, it's not the Isle of Man, is it? Or wherever they have it off Cayman the
1: Islands usually is a big one. Uh, oh, there's
0: one off the coast of
1: Ireland, I thought, was, which oh, yeah, was another big too. one. Yes, that's where they yeah. hide all their monies. Uh, I don't yeah. know if that actually <clears throat> will work because generally these, these funds tend to be, uh, it depends on how you set it up, but if it's like a charitable cause, we can't tax the money there either so Mm. i don't know we'll see it would be nice to get some of apple's money back into you know the good old usa where they make most of their money
0: yeah put it back into into the economy it is the one thing that really (laughs) sticks
1: in my craw about apple still
0: yeah i know i mean they do everything else right except Mm -hmm. for that yeah so
1: but hey. Well, we have some other big fallout from uh, from all the demonstrations that have been going on and the great reawakening or late awakening or whatever people are calling it at this point. Uh, a bunch of tech companies that have been developing facial recognition and selling it to the police have said, we're not going to do that anymore. Mm hmm. Because we know it doesn't work right. Uh, (laughs) IBM says it will stop developing facial recognition tech due to racial bias. Because as we know, and talked about multiple times on the show, uh, in 2019, the National Institute of Standards and Technologies demonstrated that there is racial bias with a study on AI systems used by police departments to identify alleged criminals. The study found that these algorithms falsely identified Asian and black faces 10 to 100 times more often than Caucasian faces. They misidentified Native Americans at an even higher rate. So that's why a lot of us have been saying you should not be using these in the real world yet. Not that that stopped anyone. Yep. So and here, I,
0: here's the thing with IBM, mm-hmm. though. Here, this is why this is a genius move on IBM's part. Mm-hmm. IBM wasn't really working on this very much. <laughs> no, it, it,
1: they, they they were way way behind in the game. Uh, they were not devoting a lot of money or resources to yeah. it. They just they had they had a toe in the pool. That was about it. <laughs> This is
0: almost like us coming out with a press release saying that we are not going to sell our AI technology to oh, police dude, departments.
1: That is a genius idea. We should. You've been listening to Lockhead a lot recently. I can tell. I have been Here's listening marketing to Lockhead idea. a lot. We should yep. release a, a joint statement from all of us saying <laughs> we are the- no longer develop our AI systems.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Our, our, our podcasting AI technology will not be sold to police departments. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, right. okay. Chris, when you hear this, get on that. Yeah, I, need get your on copy- that I need your copywriting people on this one right away. This is a joint statement from all of us. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, IBM CEO Arvind Krishna announced in a letter to Congress the company will no longer develop research or sell facial recognition technology. As you pointed out, it's a genius move because they were kind of wasting their money because they were so far behind in the game. However, when these things happen, we do tend to have a ripple effect because next up, Microsoft did not want to look bad. We also... Generally, like Microsoft, they try to do the right thing. Uh, The Microsoft Corp president, Brad Smith, says the company will not sell facial recognition software to U.S. police departments until there are laws in place governing the use of such technology. Making the pledge a day after rival Amazon.com Inc. paused similar usage for a year. So everybody is jumping in on this now, all the big players, because Microsoft and Amazon are very big players in this area. Correct. So Microsoft is saying we're not going to do it until there are laws in place. And specifically, uh, they did make a statement very different from Amazon's because Microsoft said that the laws in place have to include human rights. Amazon, not so much. No, Amazon just took a year off. <laughs> Amazon's statement is only 102 words in length, so the bar is low. Lockhead and your marketing team. Uh, he did not say what it, they did not say why it was putting the moratorium in place, but noted that Congress appears ready to work on stronger regulations governing the use of facial recognition. Again, without providing any details, so Amazon basically just patched together something saying, "All right, we're not going to do anything for a year, so we seem good too."
0: Yeah, and they don't talk if they're going to stop selling it to ICE or the DOJ. It's yes, just they're the just police. saying police departments. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like I said, uh, look over here. Here's here's the happy hand as the other hand comes around and bitch slaps you. Perfect. Ah, <laughs> uh, and here's here's one I thought you would like. Facebook's chief diversity officer will now report directly to Sheryl
1: Sandberg, your favorite person, Brian. She's so useless. I don't understand the cult of Sandberg that still follows her around. Yes, she wrote a she wrote a really inspiring book. Yes, she's had a tragic story. You can still be shitty at your job.
0: Yep, you sure can. Mm-hmm. So hopefully Maxine Williams will not be shitty at her job because she is the chief diversity officer for Facebook. And in the old days, the diversity officers, well, which I don't think they've even been around that long. <laughs>
1: I'm sure that honest. came out of Ariana Huffington's, uh, you know, grand entrance into Uber. Into oh yeah. The, uh, what the... do they call those things that they had in their kitchens?
0: Oh, didn't they have like the heaven room or something? <laughs> the heaven to... room or something like <laughs> something that. something to go <laughs> have a nap. Hey, by the way,
1: <laughs> Ariana, how did that work out? Did you solve all the problems over at Uber?
0: Yeah. We seriously. never heard
1: about that again. I'm sure she got a big fat paycheck for that.
0: Oh, I'm sure she did. She came in to solve diversity at Uber and the the problems there with naps. That's what she did. Right. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so uh, and it's interesting here because it, it later on in this article from TechCrunch, they said the ju- this Juneteenth, Facebook will commemorate the ending of slavery in America with a day of learning. We are canceling all meetings and engaging in conversation about the history, experiences and issues that black Americans still face. We all have a responsibility to help give voice to underrepresented communities around the world. Our goal is to learn more so that we can do more.
1: So they're well, co-opting the Blackout Tuesday thing the music industry did.
0: It's it's not so much that, but what they're doing is just like on the the facial recognition thing, Mm -hmm. they're tagging on because the day before, Twitter and and Square CEO Jack Dorsey, our favorite person in the world, at least did something right, and declared Juneteenth a company-wide holiday. Mm. Facebook, nope, still got to show up, and then you got to go to class. You know who doesn't get that break,
1: though? Content Mm. moderators.
0: Nope. Content moderators do not. (laughs) So, you know, if Facebook really wanted to do something, they'd let their people take the day off. And if they wanted to go, you know, and go to the protests or go to the rallies, let them, and then, you know, maybe learn something else, but they're not right. They're going to have to sit there on zoom or Facebook, whatever it is. And, and, and basically watch old films from junior high school.
1: Right. Now, another thing we talk about a lot on this show is we talk about when you're surfing the web or you're on the social medias and all that sort of stuff. You need to be be wearing your thinking cap. You need to look at everything closely. You need to actually think about what you're reading. You need to wonder, wh- 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 why did the person post this? Where did this come from? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I think we often forget, Jason, that you and I grew up in this. A lot of people our age did not. We were right. we were internet adopters early on. We have had a skeptical, one might say, grumpy view on the internet and, and social fabric online for a quite a long time. And we have a certain set of skills, much like Liam Neeson, that we have developed over time that make us very good at being able to call the bullshit from the real stuff. A lot of people don't have that. And this article really gets into how we kind of need almost a new job out there. Now, we've been worried... For a long time about automation and ai and what people are going to do and there might be a new a new job path for people like us jason if this podcasting thing doesn't work out like it's not <laughs> okay, so I have to get another job. I got to go learn something else. Well, this is good. This is this is a really good concept about basically being digital navigators, real people who can guide us through media landscape. We need librarians, educators, and local communications experts who know how to help students, parents, and members of the public gain a deeper understanding of how media is made, who is behind media messages, and what their motivations may be, and how to become more selective and discerning as we click and share, because it's getting crazier and crazier out there. We don't know if photos have been manipulated we don't know if things have been faked a lot of people just share things because they think they're correct they don't fact check and God knows social media isn't going to do it for us so this this guy is making a point that we need these kind of mentors out there uh, and you know as this is America the government's not going to do it so it comes down to private enterprise and I think it's a really interesting concept and I thought this is a really interesting article and I, I do see this being potentially a future job. Isn't that what we do on this show every week though? Yeah, but only, you know, we're not reaching a lot of people.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the, that, <laughs> there's our problem. Yeah. No, we got we, we just have a we have a marketing problem. We don't have a content problem. <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
1: <clears throat> so in interesting. Going, I'll definitely
0: look at the, it. Look it's at a this. really
1: interesting article about how there is a growing need for this. And, and there always will be because even even digital natives that are growing up right now, the problem with them, like we were in, in kind of a sweet spot, Jason, because we straddled like we knew what good journalism was supposed to be because we grew up with that and then we went immediately into the digital stuff which is a free for all mm-hmm. uh the, the digital natives now don't remember what good journalism was and and actual like fact checking and things like that they just grew up immediately into the mailstorm, so they tend to yeah. not have the same set of skills that we do so yeah, they don't know what the dewey decimal system is <laughs> I
0: barely do at this point, to be fair. Oh, come on. But at least we spent a lot of time at libraries doing research. It just wasn't like, okay, Google.
1: Yeah. Or Wikipedia with the, this page just got updated four minutes ago. Hmm. I wonder if that information's accurate. Yep. Exactly. (laughs) And in keeping with that thread, I saw an interesting article over on Vox. The most urgent threat of deep fakes isn't politics. It's porn. And uh, we've talked a lot about deep fakes and how, you know, basically it's game on now because this technology is there and we're not going to know what videos are real and what aren't. And you and I have tended to focus on the politics because we're in a raging maelstrom of politics right now. Uh, but this article makes the argument, and I think rather successfully, that actually, sure, politics is an issue. Deep fakes in general are an issue. But the sheer number <clears throat> of deep fake porn out there right now makes it the number one problem right now. Hmm. And uh, this is uh, Kristen Bell does a video about this, because obviously, attractive woman, quite a lot of uh of those out there, which her husband found for her, which is quite interesting. I'd like <laughs> to have some view into hmm, I'm going to look up my wife and see if there's porn about her. But he uh-huh. found it. And, uh, you know, obviously it's disturbing and it's happening. Not, It's not ha- only happening to celebrities, just basically anybody with access to these programs that do it can take a photo of somebody in their class and make a deepfake porn about them now. And uh, the research group DeepTrace found that 96% of deepfakes found online are pornographic. That's a lot. So, that is a lot. That's and it's all done, obviously, <laughs> without consent. Yeah.
0: No, I know. I mean, it's. Look, all new technology, it comes First back to porn. goes It's always porn with new technology. We always know that. Uh, well, some people don't, I guess, because they weren't around for the VHS revolution back in the day. Or the internet <laughs> revolution. Or the webcam the revolution. Yes, or the webcam revolution. Uh, so, yeah, everything starts with porn, and then people get bored and move on. But, uh, yeah, there's there's an issue with this, for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, how do you fix it? I mean, we've, we've talked about this on the Call in the internet police, Jason. Oh, wait, we don't even have real police anymore because everybody's getting defunded. We don't even have real police. How are we going to get Internet police? Good point. hmm Speaking of things that should be policed on the Internet, Nextdoor. I've joked about Nextdoor on this show mm-hmm. for years saying that Nextdoor is the site that you want to sign up with when you want to find out which of your
1: neighbors are racists. It should actually be called the Racist Nextdoor, not Nextdoor. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, so uh, they've been having issues, of course, now since Black Lives Matter discussions have been everywhere, Mm -hmm. and people have been getting booted off there. And uh, I haven't read this one yet, but I can just tell you from the the title of the article from The Verge, Inside Next Door's Karen Problem. (laughs) That's all you need to know. (laughs) <laughs> yep, like, pretty much you know, if you've ever if you've ever opened up Nextdoor, you already know what this article is going to be about. Yes. So Nextdoor has said that they are going to step up and say that, you know, you can have discussions about Black Lives Matter and racial equality on the platform and you shouldn't be kicking people off. And they are going to get new community leads in and give them better direction. I'm so, sure those
1: discussions are all measured and thoughtful.
0: I'm sure they are, too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh like uh what took you so long i mean <laughs> the reason i don't go on next door is because everybody's damn racist I'm like oh my god somebody brown drove through the neighborhood who called the cops and it's like dude that's my friend joe he was coming over to hang out what are you talking about it's just like it's ridiculous it is a wider platform yeah it's just it's not a good not a good place to go i think i you know i'm not a I guess i can't, and kind of a big cancel culture guy for certain things. Uh, I just don't think Nextdoor solves anybody's problems, ever. Have you gotten any goodness out of
1: Nextdoor, period, uh, I, ever? I sold a set of weights once. Okay. To somebody local. That was about it.
0: All right. Uh, Craigslist for that now. You can use that. Yeah. Since they don't have porn on Craigslist anymore. <laughs> Go
1: there. <laughs> so we have a little news from the FCC, sort of. Uh, this is just... Uh, this is everything that's wrong with the world right now. The Ajit Pai era FCC likes to make a big show of punishing robocallers, and that's truer than ever in 2020. They have proposed a record setting $225 million fine against Texas based health insurance telemarketers Jacob Mears and John Spiller for roughly 1 billion spoofed robocalls made between January and May 2019. So they made millions of these calls per day, falsely posing as big name insurance providers only to steer victims to call centers, pitching clients for other people. Obviously, that's how these things work. So Pi and the four FCC commissioners all approved this measure. And here's where everything goes wrong. Although Commissioner Jessica Rosenworcel pointed out that these fines appear increasingly hollow, she noted in her commentary that the FCC hadn't collected more than $6,790 in fines as of 2019 despite asking for hundreds of millions of dollars and that the department of justice was absent in enforcing fines. So you can say, here's the fine, but if you don't collect it, it means nothing.
0: Yep. Somebody has to enforce that. Mm -hmm. Somebody has to enforce that. And, uh, There's another thing here, though, too. It's like, you know, when people are fined by the FCC, there is an appeals process as well. So a lot of these might be stuck in appeals because when Google gets fined, I'm sure they file appeals and don't just write a check.
1: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And I saw this uh, article and I thought of you, Jason. (laughs) <laughs> I thought okay. if there was one person in your neighborhood that could be causing this problem it was probably you. Uh cable company Cox Communications has slowed down an entire neighborhood's internet after one person's excessive use. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, they have confirmed that they did this. They they enacted a neighborhood-wide slowdown to discourage what it calls excessive use, but it didn't specify how many users it would take for this to happen. Uh, one Florida customer said he was warned about his data usage before Cox responded by slowing upload speeds on his gigabyte internet plan with unlimited data from 35 35- MBPS I'm so slow this morning 210 <laughs> for the customers and all of his neighbors this customer identified only as Mike by Ars Technica pays 100 per month for gigabit service plus $50 for unlimited data Damn, so he can cheap. exceed the company's <laughs> 1 terabyte data cap he uses mm-hmm. 8 to 12 terabytes each month on device backups and data sharing via various encrypted information sharing protocols, Sweden, <laughs> which takes place between 1 a.m. and 8 a.m. He says he's been a customer for four years and that his data use has been relatively consistent during that time. But it wasn't until mid-May that the company cocked, contacted him about it. So, yeah, just because he's using a ton of data, they slowed down the entire area. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Talk about using a bazooka
0: when you need a fly swatter. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I don't even come close to that, man. I I think I do like maybe a terabyte and a half a month. That's it.
1: Yeah, but if I had to guess, I'd say you're probably the guy in the neighborhood who uses the most.
0: I don't think so anymore, man. Mm-hmm. Really? really? Yeah, not mm-hmm. really. Although, you know, they have direct TV. During lockdown, there's been a <laughs> lot
1: of Pornhub streaming.
0: Yeah, uh, not in my house. Uh, my <laughs> house. I, I have direct TV, so most of our stuff comes in over the satellites. And, uh, I transfer mp3s now I'm not doing you know the big stuff that I used to do and I barely ever go to Sweden only when I have to if I can buy it I buy it yep so yeah in my old day in the old days hell yeah I would have been that guy (laughs) yeah call me 10 years ago I was totally that guy nowadays I'm just an old guy who just you know wants to watch Judge Judy in the afternoon (laughs)
1: <laughs> and my final story for the news, and I just love this one because anybody, we always, we always get people yelling at us going, why do you like Apple so much? Why iPhone, iPhone, iPhone? What's wrong with Android? Here's uh, here's what's wrong with Android in a nutshell. During a trip to Glacier National Park in Montana last year, scientist and amateur photographer Garav Agrawal simply wanted to capture a beautiful sunset. Unfortunately, after sharing his pick on Flickr, people discovered that the lovely work was crashing certain Android 10 phones. This is so good. This is is so so good. good. (laughs) Unbeknownst to Agrawal, even though his gorgeous photo appeared just fine on his computer and on the web, while editing the photo in Lightroom, he exported the pic using an an extra-wide HDR color space. Normally, this wouldn't be a big issue. However, because Android 10's built-in color rendering engine couldn't display the photo's larger color space and obviously didn't, uh, didn't do any conversions on it when you brought it in, uh, setting the photo as a wallpaper on some Android phones, primarily Google Pixels and Samsung phones, could cause the phone to boot loop and repeatedly restart out until a factory data reset is performed. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> yeah, that's You could amazing. kill an Android phone with a color profile. With, with a photo, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow uh, he in a recent interview with the bbc whose his uh work has appeared in national geographic and other places as well he said he had no idea the exporting format would cause this much havoc i'd hope my photography would have gone viral for a good reason but maybe that's for another time and when asked about his personal phone i have an iphone and my wallpaper is always a photo of my wife he told the outlet so it's never been an issue for him <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so good that is so good you can
0: kill an android phone with a color profile Warmer, sunnier days are calling, and it's time to fuel up with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer, thanks to the menu of chef crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor Fresh's never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. Make today the day that you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? Step into a world of endless culinary delight with over 35 enticing meal options and over 60 tantalizing add-ons refreshed weekly. Dismay. Supercharge your wellness journey with dietitian approved dishes built on ingredients you can count on. Treat your taste buds every day from sunrise to sunset with effortless nutritious choices, spanning from energizing breakfasts to delectable desserts. Indulge in the luxury of restaurant-caliber meals right at home. Savor the sophistication of filet mignon, the freshness of shrimp, and the bold flavors of blackened salmon. Simplify your life with Factor Meals, ready in just two minutes. Say goodbye to grocery runs, tedious prep, and cleanup. I love these things. I can't even tell you what I had this week because I had so many of them. But that's the great thing about Factor. Every week you have new options, and they're delicious. And you can tailor your eating experience with six specialized menu options. That's code Grumpy50 at Factormeals.com slash Grumpy50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active.
1: Today's episode is sponsored by Private Internet Access, America's number one virtual private network, also known as a VPN. Even if you use incognito mode, your internet service provider is storing your browsing data and many times even selling it. But Private Internet Access, or PIA, can help. PIA encrypts and reroutes your internet traffic through one of its own servers, hiding your data from your internet service provider or network admin. And with servers in over 75 countries, you can get unrestricted access to geoblock content around the world. PIA comes with an easy-to-use app and browser extensions for all devices, a rock-solid privacy policy, open-source security, advanced customization settings, and it was just ranked the fastest VPN in the world by PCMag. If you sign up with PIA right now, you can take advantage of a special deal only for GOG listeners. By using our link, gog.show/slash VPN, you can get complete digital privacy for less than $2 a month and four extra months for free, which means only $1.98 a month and up to 83% off. That's so much more inexpensive than virtually every other VPN on the market. And if you get it right now, you can take PIA's 30-day risk-free challenge. You can try it out for 30 days and see if you like it. If not, just return it for a full refund. So go to gog.show slash VPN and try out the best VPN on the planet completely risk free. That's gog.show slash VPN.
2: Security? Ha!
0: We're joined again this week by Dave Bittner. Dave is the host of the Cyberwire podcast. Dave is also the co host of the social engineering podcast, Hacking Humans, with Joe Kerrigan, as well as the co host of Caveat with Ben Yellen, where they discuss law and policy, as well as surveillance and privacy. And I'm sure there's about six other shows that you've started last week, so <laughs> yeah. you have to let me know how to put those in the notes. Pretty much, yeah. Cosplay Corner with Dave Bittner. Yeah. And speaking yeah. of cosplay, a fan wrote into the show about the Humble Bundle cosplay package. And I looked it up and I'm like, he's like, you should get this for Dave. It's, it's, it'll be a funny gift. And I started going through everything in the Humble Bundle. And I'm like, well, shit, half of that stuff I want. <laughs> so I ended, up, I ended up buying it for myself. <laughs> yeah.
3: There's a lot of interesting stuff in there, too. It, it, useful in it, it, many, many uh,
0: aspects of your life. Well, I, I was thinking a lot of craft work, not not the band
1: craft work. Oh, but, uh, You got me interested for a second.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, hey, let me, let me put a button on that, Brian. Not, the, not that craft work, but like, you know, cool foam stuff and sewing stuff. I was thinking for the holidays to make, you know, it, like if Baby Yoda doesn't make it to market, I could make my own. You know, mm. it doesn't have to be cosplay for me. Mm-hmm. I could be making, I you know, I need a tree topper. What can what I make for a good tree topper? Mm. I could have a Jar Jar Binks tree topper if I wanted, but said no one ever. That.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i think we're gonna see an upsurgence in coronavirus tree toppers this year personally it oh, no. it's the perfect shape i'm just saying there's a million dollar idea for somebody out there
0: oh
3: yeah uh, that's true i'm on
1: it i'm on it <laughs> i'm gonna order me one of
0: them 3d printer cutter things get some foam i am on that
1: boy and let's uh let's well, use remember... that to transition here oh go ahead Dave. <laughs>
3: Well, I say, you remember when Letterman used to put the meatball on the top of the Christmas tree? (laughs) Yes, I do. I was a huge Letterman fan. Yeah.
1: So let's uh, let's do our COVID corner transition here. This will be because everybody else is reopening. Uh, We're going to put a button on our COVID corner, and we're going to be back to normal business next week, just like everybody else. But since this is our last COVID corner, let me tell you guys how this all makes me feel. This reopening and uh, reopening and spiking of everything everywhere. I've been struggling to come to terms with some sort of metaphor for how I'm feeling this week. And I finally stumbled across it quite. It's relatively obvious, as you will now hear. I I feel as if I am on the bridge of the Titanic right now um, with some very smart folk who are looking (laughs) out the window and see the iceberg right ahead of us. And we say, look, we have to bank hard right now. It's going to be painful, this banking. We're going to break some fine china. A couple people might get thrown overboard. But if we don't make the bank, we're going to hit the motherfucker. And everybody else on the bridge is like, nah, we're going straight. (laughs) Hmm. Hmm.
0: I don't know how I feel about that since I worked on Titanic. I, I, you have to I find think...
1: every method to work that in, Jason. I do,
0: I do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was listening. To, I was listening to a podcast uh, last night that I, I forgot to work in because I was listening to Dak Shepard's podcast with Alanis Morissette last night, and I'm like, oh, I should, I should put this in. So is Brian this one I should mention Al- that I used Alanis. to work with
1: Alanis Morissette? Exactly. Yes, that's how. That's how
0: it, that's yes. how it works. <laughs> That clunking sound
3: is the sound of everyone dropping names left and right. (laughs)
0: That's
1: right. Uh,
3: Yeah. Did I mention I was childhood chums with Edward Norton? It's true.
1: (laughs) I didn't know that. Briefly the Hulk anyways. Yes. Tyler Durden, screw the Hulk.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Not important. Not important. Wow. Uh, How do I feel about things opening up? Well, I think that's an interesting comparison there, Brian, and I don't think you're wrong. Um, I guess for me,
1: I'm wondering, similarly, we're opening up, but where's the data? Like, Well, we've decided to ignore it. That's that's the other thing, at least a very California-specific thing that has me driven, just driving me nuts right now. Gavin, Governor Newsom, who was apparently doing everything right, made this big speech about how we're going to be driven by science. We had goalposts that we were supposed to hit before we moved ev- through every single phase <laughs> we never hit a single one of those goalposts and somehow we're at phase three reopening already
0: i figured it out <laughs> somebody put the, the paper on gavin newsom's desk upside down because <laughs> the line is going the wrong way and he's just like oh it looks like it's going down nope going yep. the other way
1: so yeah i believe we're basically full reopening except for you know concerts and but again, not driven by any of the science or the goalposts that we had said flat out. We are not doing any. We're not moving to phase one until this happens. Never happened. Move to phase one. We're not moving to phase two until this happens. That never happened. We're moved to phase two. I I don't understand it at all. I get that, you know, we need to not be locked down, but stay in place, mandatory face masks, et cetera, et cetera. It's all out the fucking window
2: now.
0: Hmm. I was watching a video on Facebook in between uh when we were doing our recordings, and it was all of these people yelling at like a city council about how it's their right to not wear masks and how they need they have the right to breathe
1: the like, department of uh, oh. the head of the Department of Health for Arizona resigned because people protested. <sighs> I, I'm just like okay. I give up. That's why I'm. I'm not leaving. I, I. I mean,
0: this is this is how this is why I hate people and why I've lived my life the way I have. This is just proof that I was
1: right all along. You were prescient about I, this. Is you spent this 40, is COVID vindication. Forty-eight is, years of your yes. life living this way for yeah. this moment.
0: Right, co vindication exactly. nineteen. Yeah. That's what this is.
3: Well, behalf on behalf of people everywhere, Jason, I can say the feeling is mutual. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Did I mention I
1: was on the Titanic?
3: <laughs> no, but I didn't uh, get to sit in one of the lifeboats. Oh, boy. <laughs> Here's what I wonder. Is is this a uniquely American thing, this ability to stick our fingers in our ears and cover our eyes and say, nah, 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 and move on to the next thing? Because the, the I, reason I say that is this strikes me as... Uh, A similar response that we had after the whole gun violence thing when a bunch of our children were slaughtered, that there was uh, some hubbub for a little while, but then nothing really changed. I I
1: wouldn't say it's uniquely American, but I would say we're number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and the other thing that I mean, again, you know, this is a, a very strange moment and point in time in this country's history, in the world's history. Uh, Would you say unprecedented? Brian? Unprecedented, even, and now more than ever, <laughs> we could actually use an adult in charge, and we don't have that. Uh, many other nations do. They have. Right. They have learned people that listen to sorts of things and science and whatnot, and in charge of things, and it's a Check and hold on the mass populace. We, we have smart people in charge that say a father figure or a mother figure, as in the case of New Zealand and my personal hero, their president. So uh, that that kind of say, well, yes, we understand that you would like to get your haircut. But at this particular moment in time, how about a floby?
0: <laughs> well, so, I, 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 I do have to say that some of the mayors and governors are coming out and being pretty funny with the go back to
1: your bunker and stoop tweeting, Mr. Trump. Yeah, be, yeah. be nice if they spend less time doing that and maybe more time, you know, yeah, not letting us open up everything because I know, I know. I'm just okay.
3: saying.
0: Okay. OK, I'm saying.
3: So what, what do you suppose happens next? We're opening up. Do you think we're going to see a big spike now? Yes, we already are. We're we're, yeah, we're seeing it from, here. From
1: from the states that opened up earlier, they're they're all spiking. Every single one. Uh, California had its largest numbers ever since this started yesterday. Um
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, and that's you know, Memorial Day. You know, everybody went out for Memorial Day. And mm-hmm. we said, Why are you going up for Memorial Day? They're like, Oh, it's warm and we're gonna be outside. Well, how's that working out? Well, like shit.
1: Now, so, <laughs> what, what I don't think will happen is I don't see us having another lockdown. The, the, America won't put up with it, and it, it would be political suicide for anybody to try to put us back in lockdown again. So how this plays out is now, in my opinion, the worst-case scenario that we were talking about in March. Uh, this thing ravages through the populace. And we all just pretend like
0: it's not happening. Yep. I think that's it. It's it's basically roll the dice. Yep. That, that, that's the where point where it's, it's roll the dice. It's like uh, I need to go out and sell some hamburgers and make a living,
1: which I understand. I understand completely. that too. Yeah. And but uh, let's roll yeah. the dice. I mean the best hmm. tweet I think I saw about it and I am sorry I don't remember who did it, but it was a uh, America just got bored with the pandemic. Unfortunately, pandemics don't get bored with us.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw that one too. Yeah, that was a good one. Mhm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. How about you? Well, Dave? That's the end of COVID. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a – It's
3: a, sort of the sense of foreboding of of. Uh, yeah, like you said, you you it's you have inform or you you believe you have information that other people don't have, or you're interpreting it the right way. It's it's that um, what do they call them, uh, Cassandra's, mm-hmm. the the ones mm-hmm. who uh, are are crying out and saying, everybody look look look, and no one <laughs> listens to them, but it turns out they're right.
1: Yes, which is a oh, role that Jason and I are used our to. our show. A show title. Jason <laughs> and I used to, to refer to the reason that we so often got fired from companies or, or as contractors or whatever is that we were always the devil's advocate in the room and nobody likes to hear that. Mm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: Especially oh. when the devil is usually right. <laughs> yeah. Devil's yeah. in the details. So, mm. fun there we times.
0: Go. Fun times. Um... Well, uh, let me turn on a (laughs) dime here and say
3: I have good news. All right. I have Stormtrooper news.
0: (gasps) Wait, you have Stormtrooper news? Cue the music. What the hell was that? That was eight <laughs> floppy disks playing the Empire theme. Oh, <laughs> the Imperial March, March Jason. Let's Imperial uh, March. Yeah. So. All right. Kicking it old school. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. Well, we are grumpy old geeks. Come on. You got you to gotta stick with the theme here, dude. <laughs> so
3: where to begin? Uh, earlier this week, I'm sitting here at my desk minding my own business when a message pops up on Twitter. From someone who I have crossed paths with before, someone who is a, uh, I would say, friend of the show of the CyberWire and some of our other shows, um, a security researcher whose work we have highlighted before, uh, someone who has done quite well for himself. I'm not going to say his name because I don't know what degree of privacy he would like to have with this whole thing. Um, but uh, basically, he sent me a note that said, hey, man, can I just buy you a stormtrooper outfit? Say what? Yeah, <laughs>
1: he said. I hope he listens he said, to Grumpy Old Geese because I would like a Lamborghini. <laughs> I would like a
3: Stormtrooper outfit too. That's what. I, well, it's funny. I was thinking to myself, I should have asked for a car, but um, no. But uh, so I replied and said, "Yes, yes, you can." <laughs> and, uh, he said, uh, "He said I was just going to buy it for you without your permission, but I realize I don't know your size. Uh, would you like to pick one out?" And I, COVID <laughs> I size I said, or
1: regular size.
2: <laughs> right,
3: exactly. Do I need the the fat one? Um And I said, uh, well, thank you, but you do realize that these are quite expensive. Uh, and, um, uh, he responded and, and basically said, uh, you know, it's the least I could do. I get a lot of value out of the cyber wire and the work you do. And you've highlighted some of my research, which otherwise wouldn't have gotten the attention it got. And, um, uh, my wife has recently gotten into the business and the stuff you do has helped her and she's doing very well. And, and we're both doing very well. And we, you know, we, we have a couple of companies and some charities and I would just like to do this for you and, and give back. Nice. Um yeah, so needless to say I I'm it set me back on on my heels and uh just made me feel wonderful. I mean, it's a it's a <laughs> what would a better thing to to have your work be appreciated by someone like that to to make such a generous offer. Um so at the same time, uh, I was not entirely comfortable, uh, just taking a gift like that from someone. Um, because first of all, it's not just me here at the Cyberwire who does all this stuff. It's, we have a whole team of people. And so. Uh, oh, so now you're making him buy a whole legion? Well, (laughs) the the five hundred and second starts now. (laughs) Yeah, that's not the direction I went with it. So, um, what we what we settled on is we're going to go with my original plan, which was that I don't need to own a stormtrooper outfit, but I want to wear a stormtrooper outfit. So we're going to reach out to our local five hundred and first, which is the old line garrison here in Maryland, and we're going to say that we have someone who is. Uh, a benefactor who is willing to uh, make a donation to a charity of their choice in exchange for a trooper coming up and visiting and me being able to run around the block a couple times. <laughs>
0: in their storm get it good outfit. and sweaty. <laughs> yeah, get
3: it good and sweaty. You know, Coughing pay a for the times. dry cleaning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To run my tongue around the inside of the helmet a few <laughs> times um, and uh, just uh, get some pictures taken and so on and so forth. But, but you know, uh, do some good. So to me, this is the way where everybody wins. So I get the thing that I wanted, which was to be able to play in a real stormtrooper outfit. We get to give some money to a local charity uh highlight the good work that the five hundred first does um get some silly pictures of me dressed up like a stormtrooper so everybody wins so nice. that, that's where we are right now yeah I, that's I'm a win away.
1: i think we've got a win so i mean totally assuming we get win. back to you yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I i don't even know i don't even know how to respond to this because it's like the first good news i've heard in so long i'm like i forgot how that works that is fantastic yeah
3: well, i was so the excited the endorphins are released
1: I, I, jason and then you smile <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was so stunned and excited that I actually had to go take a walk around the, the block, you know, because I, I just – like you, I mean, it, things have been so dark and uh, uh, anxiety-ridden and all that kind of stuff. Just that um, t- this sort of generosity for someone uh, just kind of blew me away and um, so I really appreciate it. So happy that we're going to be able to to make something even better out of it, but uh, I really appreciate this person reaching out and uh, – just making my day. Awesome. That's that's amazing yeah. news.
1: <laughs> I can't wait yeah. for the photos personally.
0: Me me neither.
1: (laughs) I want to match them Uh, up to my Photoshop job I did. We'll see how how close I. Yeah, I was going to say the funny (laughs) the funny part about the whole thing is Dave could have just photoshopped the whole thing and
0: been done with it. It's like here's me, right? Voila! (laughs) Exactly, exactly.
3: Now, I I, the problem is now I think I may have to go on a crash diet to fit inside (laughs) of because you know I don't know I don't know how forgiving Stormtrooper outfits are, but.
0: that we'll Covid see. fifteen really hitting home, oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, absolutely,
3: absolutely. I've got a doctor's appointment coming up next week that I think may be a bit of a reckoning when I have to step on that scale, and get that they you say know, they look down their nose at you like mm.
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> mm.
3: yeah, doctor's not gonna like this, you know, so
0: <laughs> somebody's been enjoying the pudding pops a little too much, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And we had a bit of follow-up to our discussion about wherefore art thou our contact tracing apps discussion from last week. Uh, Craig wrote in and said, hey, guys, thanks for keeping the show going. You were talking about contact tracing apps recently with Dave, and I recently found one by accident during the last couple of weeks here in Minneapolis. I've been using the Citizen app to get safety alerts. When I installed it, I was prompted to turn on contact tracing, which I did not do, but thought you or Dave might want to know about it since they seem to have a big user base. And he gave us some hmm. links to citizen.com and citizen.com slash safe trace. And he says, stay safe and grumpy. Uh, I had yeah. not heard of this particular one before. So
0: I went and, I, I and download, I, I downloaded the citizen app after looking at their videos because it seems pretty interesting. It, it, it's kind of like, uh, I, I, I get, I get, I get heebie jeebies when I see these things, because it reminded me of next door, of course, out of the gate, which I'm like, <laughs> Oh, well, we just talked about that and that's not working so well. So, um, yeah, I I don't know. I would you guys turn this on? I'm tempted to. I probably would. Yeah, I, I think I, I, I would too. The house I, enough,
1: though. I, I read through <laughs> most of the their info and uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's only a, a matter of a week or so until we find out who they're selling all their data to, but um it seems like they're not <laughs> at this point. So who knows? Uh I would give it a go. I mean if if there was one here for California that I could trust like this, I would probably give it a shot. Yeah, yeah I,
3: think I, I I would err on the I would err on the side of uh non-caution being a good citizen. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I think I'm going to do about at least more than 35 seconds research yeah. on these guys yes. just to make sure mm-hmm. and if they if they look if they look decent, I'll enable it and report back next week. But hmm. uh uh, but I'm going to tell you right now, there's not going to be any data because I ain't leaving the house. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right? Someone comes and knocks on your
0: door to just check on you to make sure that
3: you're okay, right? Because you, yeah. you haven't moved.
0: <laughs> I'll know if the Amazon guy is on my porch and he if he has it or not, or the UPS guy or the EveryPlate guy. But beyond that, I'm not going anywhere, so – but I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. I want to do some research on on the team behind this and figure it out. It's a good looking app. They did a good looking job on the website, but hmm. you know, good graphic design does not mean that you're a good human being. So I have to double check. Nowadays. Yeah,
1: definitely look into it a bit more. <laughs> so certainly, I, I'll definitely. I'm going to add these guys to my Google Alerts and see if anything pops up in the, in the next couple of weeks. So mm-hmm. um, one quick thing, just to, to to button this up to the stormtrooper discussion and, and tracing, specifically ad tracing. Since we've started discussing you, Dave, and your desire to have a Stormtrooper outfit, I have to say the uptick in Star Wars-related news popping up in my feed has (laughs) has been gigantic. Now, I am partially at fault because I am as much of a sucker for Star Wars as you are, and I often Mm -hmm. click on all the links to read the stories, but it has gone through the roof. <laughs> well, that's not and a good thing. And I'm not thing. disappointed by it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Think
3: about all the other things that it's pushing out. All the other. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I mean, might. Yeah. That's the dream like- <laughs> Right. That's for, the for, dream. <laughs> for the next four months,
1: I might curate a Star Wars only feed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So there's more good news. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: All it's right. funny.
0: Friend of the show. Uh, I, well, Actually, I've, I've talked to a lot of people on the phone recently, and they a lot of them have asked, hey, did Dave get a stormtrooper suit yet? <laughs> and I'm like, no, not yet. And they're like, damn it. What's going on with these people? But damn. I was talking to a friend of the show, Chris Lockhead, this morning. and It was the first thing he asked. He's like, hey, did Dave get a s- suit yet? And he's like, "Why didn't he go buy one?" And I'm like, "I think he's got kids in college. Yeah, That's probably that. a good reason not to." I have to. I have
1: to, to admit. I also, after after, well, let's be honest, a bottle of wine one night, I did Google um, old school Cylon outfits because I was going to send you <gasps> one as a joke. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, you ruined Christmas,
0: Brian. That would have been Dude, perfect for so Christmas. Freaking
1: expensive. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I'll bet. We're going to have to sell a lot more mugs and masks to be able to get Dave that
0: well i'll send you the i'll send you a link to the humble bundle
1: <laughs> you, can, you can build your own but I thought it would have think. been a great joke if that would have arrived oh well oh yeah, that would have been
3: hilarious <laughs> I was uh, like, I'm trying know. to think what else would be on my li i mean i i expose uh Let's see, kit from Knight Rider, uh, <laughs> the Back to
0: the Future Delorean. Uh, <laughs> <to> give, like, <laughs> you're trying to up your game now that now that you know that this works. Oh. You're up in your yeah, game. Right. So, somebody's
1: <laughs> listening who provides. Right. So let's let's yeah, up the right. game.
3: Exactly. You know, I've always wanted a 16 inch
1: MacBook Pro. It's just uh, it's been a it's it's been lifelong a dream, dream of mine. Since I was life-long a little wee boy. Yeah. I had a poster above my bed in college. <laughs> yes, yes.
3: <laughs> All right, guys, take care. I'll talk to you guys next time. All
1: right.
0: Ups and doodads.
1: So for a period of time, I had a URL tracking stripper uh, that pulled all the crap off links for show notes and things like that. And it seriously just went away at some point. And finally, I got off my ass to do something about it and found a new one. So I present to you the URL tracking stripper and redirect skipper uh, link in the show notes. And it does exactly what it says on the tin, except obviously I made the link above in our show notes prior to installing it because it still got some crap on it.
0: Okay. Because yeah, (laughs) the usual URL tracker snipper and redirect skipper is me taking your links out, putting them (laughs) in a text editor, killing them and putting them back. Uh, So I'm glad you got this. Uh, The last one that we had, I could never get it to work. It never did anything for me. There was always query strings and tracking.
1: Yeah, see, that's the problem. I had one that worked for a while. It mysteriously disappeared. I tried to install a couple other ones. They did not work. I finally just said to hell with it and gave up and just let you deal with it but now I found a new one and this one works Jason. Awesome. So awesome. install it as well and we will all be happier in our show notes. Okay, good, good. Yeah. cuz uh,
0: cause, uh we'll, we'll we'll I'll let you know next uh next episode cuz I know there's like 10 10 links in here that I went through and already manually cleaned up. Yeah. But good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff.
1: Well, I I found it halfway through doing uh, show notes. So Got it. There you go. And Photoshop has released a new camera app that is uh, amazingly even free. And according to this article at Gizmodo, it makes Instagram's filters look hopelessly outdated. It's so, funny.
0: I was going to put this in here and you beat me to it because I was like, eh, maybe Brian's, eh, why would he care about this? So I'm, I'm curious. Why do you care about this?
1: Well, you know, I have a kid now. I'm taking a lot of photos. So it's nice to have, I mean, I don't want to do like Instagram. I don't, I have no desire to put bunny ears on my damn kid, but I do like some mm-hmm. of the filters and things like that. Uh, what got me was like just the instant cleaning sort of thing. It's not so much the filters, but they have some pretty powerful stuff on there that just make your photos look better. Right yeah they do, so yeah, and they, they it seems to work pretty well. I mean, I only downloaded it what two days ago, and I haven't had that much time to play around with it, but just, like the portrait mode on it is phenomenal it, it does really make pictures of my kid look pretty nice, so awesome, I got it for that. I played around a bit with the filters, uh you know the problem with free software is there's so much sponsored crap in there, Billy Ellis and all this other stuff but uh-huh. <laughs> horrible filters, so you need to put in the time to like go through and delete out the crap and find ones you want, also, it appears to be a little bit slow. Loading a lot of these filters up. I don't know if you've played with it for a while, but uh, it, it, you know, you, you can punch on a filter and like one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, and then finally it'll pop up. So that's a little bit annoying, but overall, for something that's free, it's pretty powerful. Cool. I'll let you know
0: how it goes on the speed next episode because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, I've got an iPhone 11 Pro, you've got a eight plus, so yep. there's a definitely a speed difference there in the generation, yeah. so mm-hmm. and the hardware. So I'll see how it see how it works on mine, but. Yeah, the cleaning is all I care about. I don't want I don't I don't want bunny ears. I get what am I have to do? Put bunny ears on my dog? No. Give him glasses? That might be funny. Who knows? We'll see what we're totally gonna do that. <laughs> now I am. I have to. Instagram <laughs> Instagram.com slash JPD. That's where you can find all of those.
2: Brick a brick.
1: Kinda just need the headline on this one because it's uh it is what it is, and it's <laughs> not surprising. It. <laughs> the Winklevoss twins are making a movie about the Winklevoss twins.
0: Yeah. What's what's up with these guys? I didn't know they were still a thing. I mean, I know they they went into oh, crypto
1: pretty that's, big, right? That's their thing now, and that's of course what this is going to be about. It's a film about their own adventures in cryptocurrency. Yes, it's an adaptation of Ben Mesrick's Bitcoin Billionaires. The film will detail how the twins invested in Bitcoin payment processor BitInstant and eventually became the first people to make one billion from the cryptocurrency by basically fucking around with the market because it's unregulated
0: yeah did they actually pull any of the money out or did it all crash <laughs> and they've I'm got sure like they're using some now. of
1: that money to fund this stupid movie that nobody's gonna watch
0: that's true that's true we haven't talked about crypto in a long time nobody seems to give a shit about uh, it anymore. i saw
1: bitcoin was gonna fork and people freaked out about that but then it did or it didn't or i don't know and basically you know, nobody's talking about it because nobody's making money off it anymore it's dead yeah, away? I
0: mean, there was a halving that was happening not too long ago, so yep. you now you had to double the computing power, so we're ruining the environment at twice the speed we were before.
1: Well, and we already saw the reports that basically it costs more to attempt to mine than you're actually going to make from anything that you mined, and so what's the point, and blah, blah. So yeah. it's basically just gone back to be only being used by criminals, right? Okay. I mean, that's basically it. And the yeah, Wickelvoss. Actually, the Wickelvai.
0: Well, and some people that listen to our show that want to buy pot, <laughs> like yeah. our friend in
1: Paris, like, yeah. I love Bitcoin. I can buy pot in Paris. It's perfect. Well, yeah. You just go to a store here, Central That's service. You got 7 Eleven here. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, and as I've mentioned, I've been very into space recently because my kid is all about it. And uh, here's, some, here's something I didn't know until basically yesterday Did you know that our moons are all leaving us? No. Many moons, including our own, gradually creep further and further out into space. They must be watching the news. Can (laughs) I get on that I don't blame them. Yeah, can I hitch a ride, dude? (laughs) Yes. So basically, these celestial escapes are occurring at nearly imperceptibly slow paces. Basically, uh, our moon is moving 1.5 inches away from the Earth every year. Probably speeding up now if he's watching CNN. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, But uh, Titan is moving much faster away from Saturn than they thought it was. A hundred times the pace they had previously thought, which is a discovery that could force astronomers to make a sharp adjustment to their understanding of our, sol- our solar system. Even with that 100-fold increase, however, t- NASA has calculated that Titan is drifting away from Saturn at about four inches per year.
0: Okay, so this doesn't really matter.
1: <laughs> Well, it does if you want to understand how everything works out there, Jason.
0: I don't anymore.
1: I give up. I give up. (laughs) Oh, my kid's all about this, and I've had to relearn a lot because, boy, have things changed since I was in school. Yeah, well, there was Pluto when you were in school. (laughs) Oh, well, there are five dwarf planets now, Jason, and there are a bunch of candidates for new ones. Okay. I know all of them. Ask me. I dare you.
0: No. (laughs) You're the (laughs) trivia guy, man. I know when it comes to trivia, I, I, I...
1: I can't compete. I'm done. All right. And as a compliment to uh, your little intro on our security segment this year, or this uh, this episode, I found something that goes very well with it. It's kind of an update, as it were. Enjoy Toto's Africa played entirely on Tesla coils. Oh, God. Okay. It's actually quite wonderful. Link in the it show is? notes. All yes, right. it is. It's really
0: good. <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely watch it then. Closing shout out. My shout-out today goes to my very good friend, Christopher Lockhead, friend of the show, and uh, sometimes co-host on the show. He made a post on his podcast, uh, Follow Your Different, recently, which was, uh, I think it was June 8th, and I'm going to play it for you at the end of this episode, so once we're done here, just stick around. It's only five minutes long, and Chris has gone through some incredible stuff in the past nine months, and it's... It's just terrible, but he talks to you about what he believes with defunding the police and, uh, race relations and also just, he opens up and I got to say, this is one of the most powerful things I've ever heard. I just re-listened to it before I did this and I needed some tissues, but, uh, I love you, Chris, and thank you for being a friend and thank you for listening to grumpy old geeks.
1: I just want to give a shout out again to uh, everybody that's listening and everybody that's supporting. Uh, so much PayPal, so much Patreon, and obviously so many of you guys are going out there, and gals, going out there and uh, buying our stuff at our shop, crazily. Who knew? I guess we'll have to make more swag.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think the seven 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 and a half years of people saying, hey, why don't you make some stuff? I think, <laughs> you know, it, it, that's our fault. That's on
1: us. It is on and, us. Yes, yeah, and since, we since the leaving. podcast
0: at Head Market has tanked, we really appreciate
1: it. We were leaving yeah. pennies on the table, Jason.
0: Uh, it might be a little more than that. we got to get them shirts out there, man. Got to get them oh, shirts.
1: Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll try to do a shirt this weekend. Until think, yeah, next we time. Both, we
0: should both do a shirt. You should do a shocking shirt. Maybe I'll do a neat shirt. <laughs> I do deliveroo, but, man, I, I don't want to get uh, sued. Yeah, we
1: don't want to get sued. <laughs> yeah. Until next time, I'm Brian Schulmeister. And I'm Jason DeFilippo.
0: Thanks for listening to Grumpy Old Geeks. To support the show and keep us on the air, go to GOG.show slash donate. Toss us a few bucks and we will love you forever and ever and ever until the moons fly away. Your support really keeps us going and we really appreciate it. Show notes for this episode are at GOG.show slash 447. From there, you can find links to old episodes, leave feedback, ask questions, donate to the show and get links to stuff we like and go buy stuff in our store. Stay grumpy and stay home.
2: Hi, this is Christopher. Thanks for pressing play. And um, I would like to, uh, I'd like to read something to you. It's Monday, June 8th, 2020. Yesterday in Santa Cruz, I cried at the vigil for Sergeant Damon Gertzwiller of the Santa Cruz County Sheriff's Department. He was shot to death on Saturday. Yesterday in Santa Cruz, I paddled out for George Floyd with over 500 other people. paddle out is how surfers mourn. There have been paddle outs for George Floyd all over the world. Yesterday in the ocean of Santa Cruz, people of many races screamed Black Lives Matter together. Yesterday, the people of Santa Cruz showed that you can stand against evil racism and stand for good cops at the same time. Because both are the same thing. Both are a stand against violence. Both are a stand against evil. Yesterday in Santa Cruz, I cried for these two men. And so did countless others of virtually every race. Of all the tears that were cried yesterday in Santa Cruz, every single last one of them was colorless. Now I'd like to share a deeply personal story with you a story I've never shared before. Last year, one of my best friends was brutally murdered in Santa Cruz. It will always be unbelievable and unbearable. A walk through fire I wish on no one. And if you're ever in this situation, you'll discover how badly you need the cops. In the moments after I learned what happened, I was overcome by a maverick-sized wave of horrible emotions, a profound sense of helplessness, which is not a feeling I'm used to. Sometimes life gives you no choice. You have to grapple with a soul-crushing reality. You have to accept an absoluteness that you cannot change. As this washed over me, I realized something. I desperately need the cops. Because police have the authority and ability to solve heinous crimes in a way that no one else does. In our case, the agency in charge was the Santa Cruz County Sheriff's Department. After 231 days, over 3,000 hours of work by countless professionals across multiple peacekeeping agencies in multiple states, the Santa Cruz County Sheriff's Department caught them. The four evil men who took my brother's life. Now you should know, he was a brown guy, his words. The four men who killed him are white. Over the past months, I've had a front row seat to a massive complex murder investigation. And here's what I've learned. There are legendary cops, a lot of them the dedicated public servants at the Santa Cruz County Sheriff's Department, led by Sheriff Jim Hart, worked tirelessly to bring this evil to justice. We saw the sleepless nights the investigators endured. They fought as hard as I've ever seen anyone fight. And we are forever grateful for the Santa Cruz County Sheriff's Department. If I were to name all of the amazing people who worked this case, you'd stop listening. What I'd like you to know is they cried with us. They comforted us. They exhibited extraordinary kindness. Above all, we got to see peacekeepers with an unending commitment to justice. I share this with you because I have experienced the positive power of policing. I have seen men and women of every race get up every day, put on a bulletproof vest and a badge, to risk their lives, to serve and protect us. So now the time has come for all of us to demand justice for George Floyd, to demand equality for African Americans and all people of color, and to demand real police reform. It is critical that we remember that it is possible to demand justice for George Floyd, and demand reform and equality, and support the good cops at the same time. There are some in our country who would divide us. Let us remember, there is no us and them. There is no difference between black, white, brown, or blue. Because evil comes in all colors and tears are colorless. Bless
3: you.